Indestructible Gaming. Choose your character. Musket Shot. Mr. K. Let the review begin. Hello and welcome to Indestructible Gaming. I am Musket Shot and alongside me, my co-host, Mr. K. Mr. K, hello. What's up, everyone? Welcome to week 16, episode 16, and this episode 16 is called Out of Control. Uh, that's because we're going to be doing a game review on a demo called Out of Control, and uh, actually going to be, and I'm going to talk about a few other app, phone app games by the developer of this game, Out of Control. Nice. And the, uh, all those games are actually developed by um, a, a group called Health health potion studios and they have this demo of out of control right now out on steam it, when you click on the demo button it actually takes you to itch.io so you can get to you can look up the game out of control either on steam or on itch.io to play this demo you can also visit their website at healthpotionstudios.com or look them up on twitter at healthpotiondev and uh, so you can check out their games and some, see some of the gameplay from Out of Control on their Twitter account there. And three guys make up that development team, so so it's pretty cool. And they cool. all and they all look like they're pretty young guys still, so they got a lot lot going for them, which is really cool. Okay, so they have they tried putting their apps on Google, but or Android. But I guess those flatlined immediately uh, per their website. And Google, I guess, publicly displays your home address and if you don't have an, uh, an office space. So it, it was eventually costing them too much money, I guess, to pay for a mailbox to hide their address for the apps. So that's why they're not on Android devices, just on the Apple iOS or Apple Store. Um, and I feel bad. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's stuff I think it's... I'm sure they're probably not the only ones that have had that happen before. So, um, But good to know, I guess, if you ever decide to create a phone app, yeah. you might have to have that... You know, I have to encounter that problem. I'm sure they're pretty disappointed with that, but um, the, the games are on the iPhone store, Apple store. I should say, um, so you can download them. Um, and you, I know you didn't check them out, but I did download all of them. And I'll give you a, just a quick rundown of the games and what they're like to play and stuff like that. So hopefully, maybe if you do have a Apple phone, you might want to check one of these three out. That'd be pretty nice. Yeah. So the first one is called Danger Mountain, which Ooh. sounds pretty cool. It's got a cool name. So you play as a mountain climber, and you're climbing up a rope as boulders are falling down towards you and at most it could be there's always at least three boulders coming down because three three or four boulders come down you always have to have one spot where you can kind of escape out of the way so um but you, you got to quickly dodge the boulders by tapping left to right to an open space between the boulders or on the edges of of the screen to get past the boulders and sometimes the open space has a coin in it, which you can collect, and you want to collect those because those coins will allow you to unlock different climbers, 
some some of them are just in different colors. Some of them are in different costumes. Like there's like you can get an astronaut to do do your climbing, or you can dress as a ninja. <laughs> there's like there's like I think a Santa Claus. I don't know. There's like a whole bunch of different ones. I was really surprised at how many different characters they had. That was it was pretty funny. And then you can also use the cl- the coins, excuse me, to buy power ups like a force field or a coin magnet, which. Uh, I tried both of those and that was pretty cool because the force field will actually, if you get hit by one of the boulders, it, you know, knocks the force field out, but it doesn't kill you because normally when the boulders hit you, it just, that's it. It's like a game over type of thing. So it's like usually one and one hit and you're done type of thing. So, you know, the force field kind of gives you that extra life and the the coin magnet's even cooler because if you got that, if the coins are out of your reach, the, the coins actually get sucked right to you no matter what when you have it. So that's, that's a really cool little um, uh, power up to have. And sometimes the power ups fall randomly down to you, which the coin magnet power up did fall randomly down to me uh, in one of the games. So that was, that was pretty good. You got to just make sure you catch it in time. Um, pretty cool. Th- yeah. The game is really a good high hand coordination type of game. Huh. I find like your eyes and fingers are working really fast to, to get, to the you know out of the way and stuff like that so it's i think it's really good for that and you know as you the more you play it the faster you you start moving i I'd, early on when i first started playing it i was like really slow i wasn't getting any more than like a couple couple times past the bowls and then i was getting hit by last time i played it i think i had gone up to like you know past like 35 or 36 boulders coming down like rows of boulders coming down so i was getting i'd actually gotten really i'd really improved Pretty a lot cool. so so yeah and 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 this is a you know a fun quick game to play and and you know the fact that you know it's you know one life and done type of thing and you and it's really based on how many you how, how far you can get type of thing kind of reminds me of what do you know real life no, no. <laughs> something, something we reviewed way back in oh, week man. eight. I don't know, but for some um, reason, I'm thinking of a goat. Yes, <laughs> yes. It reminds me of Ready, Set, Goat. Ready, Set, Goat. Uh, you know, I still play that game. now and then. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously a different gameplay, but the same type of, you know, I don't know that same type of feel to it a little bit where it's, you know, it's one and done type of thing, but you're, you, you know, you're not going to all these different levels, but you're just trying to constantly improve upon yourself and trying to improve and better your score and every time like that. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's great. It's a, you know, interesting game. So, um, uh, you know, scale from one to five, I would give it a four. Um, I find it at first, like I said, I thought it was very challenging, but the more I've gotten used to it, the more I play it and the more I I enjoy, enjoy it. And uh, like I said, you know, picking the different care, the climbers and stuff that when you're making, getting the coins, it's kind of fun. It's kind of a, kind of a neat game. So the second game that they have, uh, that's on the Apple, Apple store, uh, is called celestial patterns. And this is a, it's a story. Story goes basically that there's these large planets that come down to earth and kind of destroy the cities and stuff like that. And the character you play as, is like lying face down on the ground. And then this red cape that has like power to it wakes him up and kind of tells him, put the cape on you and listen to everything I tell you to do. And uh, we can defeat the planet. So it's the gameplay is very similar. It's like a memory type of game. 
And, and hmm. it kind of reminds me of if you've ever played the game Simon, the round, you know, the round toy. With I haven't played four, one of those in years. With the four colors. Well, this one is, it has, you know, this four distinct shapes and colors. These colored patterns appear for like, you know, a half a second. Then you have to press the correct colored pattern the way it was shown in an, in an a lot of time. So you have like, you know, might, you might have like three to four seconds, five seconds, whatever it is to do the pattern that you were just shown hmm. to like basically deal hit points to these pl- planets. So each time you do it correctly, you, like you said, you inflict damage to the planets, the further you progress, you know, you, you'll get items to help you in the battle and stuff like that. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Again, a good, it, this one is a good memory building game, and like I said, if you if you like games like Simon and some of those other games where you have to try to remember color patterns or color or shapes and stuff like that, I don't know whichever way. They're each one's a different shape, so you know depending on how you memorize things, maybe you memorize things by color easier than shapes. I don't know whatever way it works for you. Um, it's it's pretty interesting game. It's it's kind of an RPG type of game. Uh, a little bit, but I, I thought it was pretty fun and pretty interesting. Yeah, sounds pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so on a, on a scale from one to five, I would give this one a four as well because I think it was pretty fun. Ooh. And I and I downloaded Celestial Patterns and Danger Mountain at the same time, and I I really like Celestial Patterns a lot more, but now I've kind of like both of them a lot. So okay, and the last phone phone app game they have on Apple Store is called Day Night, and this game is played kind of like landscape style on your phone. So you can, you know, turn the phone sideways and the green uh, and the game screen is sort of split. So there's a top and a bottom level and the top level is day and the bottom level is night. So sometimes it's the obstacles switch from day to night and vice versa. And the obstacles are black in the day part and white in the night part. So the object of the game is to really have your care as your character is running to flip to either day or the night level to avoid the obstacles and, and, and get past those obstacles. And it's basically, you know, to see how far you can get the best time you can get and stuff like that. Again, you know, all like a lot of ready, set, go, you know, it's kind of funny how all, a lot of these games are kind of like that now, which is, which is pretty cool. But this is another game where it's, you know, practices really good height and hand-eye coordination. Can't even say it, but good hand-eye coordination. And um, again, kind of interesting. Um, this one, I, I, I do like it. I I would give it a three out of five, not as high as the other two. I, I liked it, but not as much as the other two. But uh, again, three three interesting phone games. All three you can download on your Apple uh, phone and uh, play it is not you don't have to spend long times playing them and go deep into them so they're, they're just kind of fun and simple easy games to play like ready set go easy to easy to play hard to master type type games but uh, pretty fun to try so highly recommend you there's a lot of those try. yeah those highly are always fun to play them. but now we're going to get to the demo game that we both played and it the main called, course. Yep, it is called Out of Control. And uh, Mr. K, will you be able to give us a uh, breakdown of the game? Well, yeah, I can. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Out of Control is a game where you play as a raccoon in a, I want to say, 
a cardboard box mech in which each level you pass, your controls on the keyboard change. Instead of WASD, it could be SWOP, you know, something you wouldn't even think about. It's, it changes each time, and it's a platformer, and yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah, this is a 2D platformer for the PC only. It's a single-player game. Um, it's all keyboard controls, so there's not going to be any game controller type access as far as I know to this thing. That's what sort of makes it kind of unique and different, as like Mr. K was saying. Every time you advance in a level, the controls change completely. So it really... <laughs> And it's 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 quite kind of unique. Have you ever played a game like that? That's ever no, done that? I don't. I don't think there's a single game that I can think of that yeah. implements these kind this kind of controls. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of anything, or I know I've never played anything like that. Yeah, the rac the raccoon you play. His name is Roscoe. Roscoe and, uh, is a cool name. Yeah, and the and the cardboard mech suit that he uses uh, was created by a frog called Professor Croak. And uh, yeah, basically the storyline is the, uh, the professor created these robots to sort of protect the forest, but now they're, now they're all rampaging and out of control in the forest. So hence the name out of control. I thought it was because we had no control over the, the moment. That's probably it too. I'm sure. But uh, yeah. And you know, and, it's kind of interesting too because in order for Professor Croak to kind of stop these robots, his keyboard is missing these letters uh, from the keyboard. So randomly throughout the level, there's these letters that you got to collect to help with Professor Croak get his keyboard back to normal so he can stop these robots. So it's kind of, I didn't understand that first until I started playing it a little bit. Then I was like, Oh, okay. Got it. Gotcha. So it's, it's kind of a neat, neat uh, twist on that as well. And uh, you want to mention his, the um, Roscoe in, in the mech suit, his legs. Yeah. His legs. I can't really explain it other than those certain YouTube videos that you can find online with the, like, like the army robots they have now mm. with the weird, they're like supposed to be looking like dogs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I'm pretty sure they use them to like bring items back and forth in the middle of battle. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, they're robots instead of people. So you can easily bring items back and forth between. That's what I'm pretty sure they're based off of. Mm. Yeah. And you can like prosthetic you can, legs too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you can jump over creatures um, in this game. You can jump onto different platforms. You can you can even jump up walls. Um, you have to do a lot of jumping, but you can basically sh- use the jumping mechanism to sort of do a wall jump. Wall jump all the way up a wall, which is kind of which is kind of took me a few minutes to really figure that out. But once it I really, got it, really just lies down to how your controls are. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they can make it easy for you. Sometimes it can be just yeah physically impossible to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's also got a... Um, uh, Roscoe's also got sort of a weapon. So basically, he just does a punch. Well, it's it's a mechanical like boxing glove, right? Yeah, it's a right. boxing glove on a, like a spring, like something like 
like the Joker would use from DC. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a little <laughs> boxing glove punch from yeah, Jack kind in the of, Box, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, and it, and it when he uses when Roscoe uses it, it it hits the creatures. It stuns them for like a couple seconds, maybe at the most, but then they start moving again. Doesn't I was kind of like, oh, I'll hit them, and then they'll. I I thought I'd not would knock them back, or they would fly off, or something. Like that. No, I just stun them, and then they. If you don't move quickly enough, they come right back to life and they, they can get you. So, and all mm-hmm. they have to do is hit you. All they have to do is touch you and you're... Yeah, it's a one-hit kill. You're done. You're done. It's a one-hit kill in this game. There is... Uh, now, there is pieces of duct tape all over the place in the air that you can jump to and gather. And at the beginning of the game, you or at the beginning of each level, I should say, you start with you know your one life. And as you're gathering these pieces of duct tape no matter even if you die during a level you'll keep those pieces once you hit a once you fill up that level you'll actually gain a second life so that if you do get hit you won't die right away you'll kind of get stunned but you can keep going and if you get hit a second time then you'll die so there's these pieces of duct tape that will help you um, sort of gain a life. So if you're really good at it, you know, maybe you can get up to two or three, four lives or something like that. But that's, you know, if you don't get hit. Um, so, which it's pretty difficult not getting hit in this game. Yeah. So the, yeah, the biggest, the biggest challenge and hook of the game is the controls changing each level, which that I thought was, again, it's unique. It's different, but very, very challenging because <laughs> you get so used to doing something. I mean, you know, you're pressing certain buttons and then you're like, okay, what, what's the letters again? Uh, oh yeah. All right. And then you start doing it and you're like, wait, no, I'm pressing the wrong ones again. Ah, and it's like, it takes you like, <laughs> takes you a number of times to finally get used to it and start getting used to it. And just when you, just as you get used to it, you finish the level and you're like, okay, all right, now I gotta, I gotta learn some new letters. Yeah. Um, and I think there's like six levels in the demo which I got to the sixth level. I didn't get past that one. I, um, I just, <clears throat> that one is definitely a very hard level because there's a lot more coming at you as far as uh, different characters and creatures trying to stop you. Mm. Um, supposedly, uh, and on, this is on Steam, I got this information from the developer. They said that there's going to be more than 40 levels and more than 20 unique enemy types. Well, that's, which is pretty incredible. That's, that's, that's a lot of levels and a lot of different uh, unique yeah. enemies uh the animation all hand-drawn which is all Pretty hand-drawn cool. art which is really good it's really good it uh, i'm not sure if there was one person involved in that and, or, or if all three of them were involved in it, but it's really good artwork um the, the music a little repetitive i wish it changed every level with the controls you know maybe yeah. even slightly um but other than that it didn't really bother me too much i you know um, not a, not a big, not a big deal for me. Um, the direction of the game really goes left to right in the demo. Uh, I don't know if it changes in the real game from left to right or right to left or up and down or, you know, I don't we'll have sure. to see. Yeah. I'm not sure if the real game would do that. If it didn't, uh, fine. But if it did, boy, that would make it really even more challenging because it's already a pretty <laughs> challenging game. Um, and one of the, one of the comments that developer mentions on steam is that the game is frustrating, but a satisfying gameplay. So I thought that was a interesting comment that the developer left for the, <laughs> left for the game. <laughs> so, um, so what, you know, 
any thoughts on it? Like what, you know, what, what do you think of the characters and the gameplay itself? And I know you're, you're big into platforming. I mean, in terms of platforming, it was, it was good platforming. I thought the characters were, were unique. I thought the I thought Roscoe was, was pretty cool in that mm-hmm. little mech there. Yeah. Um, the enemies were pretty cool looking in terms mm-hmm. of how common enemies go. Mm-hmm. The only problem I had with this game was I think he could have made it or they could have made it so when you stun an enemy, they go for a little longer for a stun. Is especially if you have like weird controls. Mm you're going to somehow mess it up pretty easy and you might just go the opposite direction you're supposed to go and then you turn yourself around and you hit the enemy just because you, you know, stunned them right in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I agree with you. That's one thing I, I kind of wish that that the was stunning, a little bit different. The stunning and the movement really don't work together a little bit. Yeah. I yeah. think he, I think either, either I think they should A, probably kill them or B, just extend, just extend it. Yeah, extend the stun a little bit longer uh, for that. Either that, or give us an extra hit and give us like right Mm -hmm. resistance to damage for a couple seconds, so we can just pass them. Yeah, yeah, that did that did pose quite a problem for me, and on all the levels where you hit them, you think, okay, that's good, but then (laughs) they they don't they only stay stunned for like maybe a second or two, and then by the time you're moving. They turn and they they and there's usually another character. The worst one was um, like in the second level, you load in, and as soon as you're learning these controls, one of the enemies is parading towards you. Yeah. <laughs> so you either have to figure out your controls fast or you die. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, come on, I gotta figure out these controls. Why are you just throwing an enemy at me? I like, die in one hit. Yeah. Yeah, it would be it would be better to, if if they could be stunned a little bit longer, or if if you punched them, they would go flying, you know, f- away from you, like further down the you know the platform or whatever, yeah. you know, just to sort of sort of away from you enough that you give it gives you a chance to sort of like okay, let me get back to you know the right buttons that I got to press and stuff like that. So it is, I find it yeah, it is definitely quite a challenge. I like I said, the level six that I stopped at. Um, in the demo, and I think that was the last level to try, is a lot more challenging because there's stuff coming at you from, you know, from left to right sometimes, and it's like, wow, that's this is uh, that's that's tough. So I also thought the jumping was a little clunky at times. Mm-hmm. Like it, it felt oh, it was a little weighted. Mm-hmm. Like imagine you have like the super ability to jump, and mm-hmm. then you go, and then you don't jump forward. You just fall like straight oh. down, like a weight. Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of feel because I've ha- I go over an enemy and I swear I've, I stop right on the end of them every time and I die. Oh yeah. Cut. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. Cause I'm swear I'm doing it at the right time. Cause I'm like, they're right in front of me. I jump over them. And I still get hit. Yeah. 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 There's that, uh, that, Kind of, I don't, I don't know what it's called, but I know um, when we were talking to the guys from Ready Set Goat, they had a blog about there's like a kind of like a box or something like that yeah, around a hitbox. And I think the hitbox, big hitbox. Yeah, maybe the hitbox is maybe a little bit too big or something like that, where you're just catching the edge of it, and it's 
killing you or something like that. Yeah. I know what happened in the fifth level to me. There was like, there's like a level where I had to jump up these different levels and I had to kind of avoid like a hornet or a bee or something, whatever. I'm not sure what, what it was exactly. It's one of the two. And there's times where I would jump up and I would just, I would thought I would just right underneath it and I must've been right enough into the hitbox that I died. And I was like, ah, come on. <laughs> That's not fair. But you know, it's just one of those things. I think that, um, you know, maybe it could be adjusted. Maybe it can't, who knows, but, um, yeah. And any, anything else about the game? Um, other than that, I'll be honest. I'm going to have to give it a, uh, I say a four out of five, four out of five. Yeah. Okay. It deserves it. Yeah. Um, I definitely, you know, they, they, they obviously have done a lot with this game and yeah. have done a lot of, um, gameplay and, um, put a lot so, of effort into this game. It's, it has charm to it. Yeah. It definitely has it. Yeah, the character, the main character, Roscoe, is really kind of cool looking. I think he's a really neat looking character. Actually, his, you know, we talk about a game called Indie Pogo, you and I, every once in a while. Yeah. And uh, bringing different indie characters into that game. His character would be kind of cool, too, with his jumping ability and the punch the punt, the uh, boxing glove punch or something like that. That'd be weird because each character in Indie Pogo has their own certain moveset. Maybe with this one, they mm. can have so each time you play as him in a in a game, he changes the controls. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's. It, I think this is a. I think it's a good game. It's um, obviously, like I said, they they the uh, Health Pusher Studios definitely put a lot of time and effort into this, and you know, to make something that's forty levels, I don't. Now the I'm not sure if the levels in the demo are the size of the levels in the actual game or if it's I a, wouldn't if it's expect a, it if it's a true representation because the levels were some of the levels I got through I would say relatively quick for me I'm not and I'm not a big platform uh, guy I don't play platformers really well I kind of struggle with them at times but there's I, I kind of focused on trying to get through the levels I didn't really worry about to get the letters and stuff like that too much I did do, I did get a couple of them but um, I kind of wanted to see what all the levels were like so if the levels are this short then you know the 40 levels I could see you know doing 40 levels if they're a lot longer that's all I mean, it seems like a lot of work uh, for them to do and then and then to have 20 unique enemy types which I I think we only probably encountered maybe five or six different enemy types in this demo version. Mm. Um, so that's pretty, that's pretty amazing to come up with 20 different unique enemy types. Artwork is great. Um, if this is all hand drawn, that's really, really good job yeah, on that artwork. Pretty good. It's really cool. So it looks really good. So yeah, it's, it's, it can be frustrating. The gameplay can be frustrating, but it is, it, you know, if you get done with the level you get, you are very satisfied with getting done with the level and moving on yeah. and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. So on a scale from one to five, for me, I'd give it a four as well. Um, I think they've done a great job with it. And I, you know, I hope that they uh, continue to, to do a great job with getting this game out and hopefully, you know, wish them a lot of luck and, getting it yeah, out there definitely. and um you know get it on selling it on steam and uh who knows who knows where it'll be um years from now um you know who knows maybe maybe we'll see them at a pax conference at some point down the road That'd and be cool. uh, be pretty cool and be able to say hey yeah we played that game when it when it came out as a demo that was a pretty cool game you know and, and tell people they should try it out so so yeah that's so that's 
those are the reviews. That's a lot of reviews today. Um, yeah, man. For Health so, Ocean Studios. So, I've been thinking of lately. Mm-hmm. When are they coming out with the new Jaws? A Jaws, Jaws movie? You know, they yeah, probably yeah. should. When's, when is, they probably when is the should with all these shark sightings off every... Every every coastline on the east coast or west coast or something like that. There's always seems every. I haven't seems to be. When was the last Jaws movie came out? I have. Oh, that's a long time ago. I I know the last last one that came out was terrible though. It was terrible. It it the franchise was good until. Well, Jaws four after once Jaws four and I think I think there might have been a fifth one I can't remember now but after after the third one which was in three D after that third one it just went downhill after that well after that well you know after that they made the uh, the Xbox original game you know Jaws Unleashed that I think that was PS two as well Mm -hmm. and then yeah that's you know they should make another they should make another kind of genre like that you know hmm. you you play as a shark and you eat uh-huh. everyone yep you know what they should call it what they, they should what's... they should call it people eater people eater um, it doesn't have a really good ring to it i don't think well what do you think i would have been more like um uh man eater maybe man eater that's what we're doing next week everyone <laughs> We're going to be eating people as a shark. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, uh, this is a game that uh, appeared at the PAX East when we were up there in Boston. And uh, it was huge. Had a huge, huge uh, area to, to check the game out, to play the game. It was, uh, they were giving out free stuff. You could get your picture um, taken where you they throw you in on the, basically the artwork of the, uh, of the game box, so it looks like the sharks oh, hit cool. sharks hitting the hitting the boat, and you're flying up in the air. So I, I did that. That was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, this is this is a game that you were you you I and your brother waiting. you and your brother had showed me this probably back at Christmas time. I've been uh, waiting for this for a good while, and you you kept talking about it, talking about it, and couldn't wait for it to come out. And then it did come out at the end of May. So we've uh, we thought about doing it right away, but we've kind of waited for a little bit, and uh, so now next week we will be doing a review on Man Eater. Yes. How would you guys <laughs> like that drawn out intro, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that 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 tease for next week's episode. Okay. So anything else, Mister K? Um, nothing much. That I can think of. Okay. Other than thank you for tuning in and go check out our Twitter and or our Facebook. Yep. And we'll see you all next week. Yep. So everybody, thank you for listening and appreciate it. We'll hopefully catch you next week. Hopefully you'll tune in to hear our review on Maneater. And um, we're hoping, hoping to eventually, um, we're working on it right now, to hopefully get um, channel up on Twitch. So we can do some game playing that you can see and see some of these cool indie games <laughs> that we've reviewed. <laughs> you said um, see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can check out some of these games that we've reviewed over these past uh, 15, 16 weeks now. So, um, so that's the idea of 
trying to get that Twitch channel up and uh, hopefully you can check out some of the stuff. So that's all. Thanks, everybody. Stay indestructible, guys. Peace. Hey, it's Mr. K here. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Also, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and iRadio. Anyways, hope you have a wonderful day. Peace.